What's important when you're setting your goals, whether they be 12-month goals, six-month goals, is that you're aligning to those goals every single day. A lot of us fall down because we set goals for ourselves and then our thoughts, our beliefs, <laughs> our emotions contradict the goal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Goals Do Come True with me, Doug Bennett. Today, I'm joined by Catherine Cornwall. Now, Catherine is the founder and CEO of the Clarity Queen brand, and it's all very exciting because she's had a 19-year corporate leadership career, and she's just brought that to a close, and she's just set up her new business. Now, it's been a while in the making, Probably some people will call it a bit of a side hustle while she's getting herself ready. And that's the thing that I recommend people do is get it as a side hustle to start with and then get to the exciting stage that we're at now, which Catherine is going to tell us all about. So Catherine, over to you. Hi, Doug. Hi. Really great to be on the podcast. Thank you so much um, for inviting me on. See, we had a little intro just then and obviously I was going off on a excited tangent about how this journey all began. But yes, to your point, I think it has been incredibly beneficial for me to have birthed the idea of Clarity Queen and get really clear on who I wanted to serve, but more importantly, why I wanted to serve the community that I've I've focused on that, that I want to serve within this business. And yes, I did balance the development and the birthing of this business and idea and um, bringing it into the world at the same time as having very busy corporate career on the, I say on the side, this business was on the side. But as you dig deeper and deeper into that purpose and deeper into your why, you start serving your community within the business that you want to serve. You realize that actually this wasn't just an idea. It's actually a life, you know, it's a lifestyle that you've birthed for yourself. It's your future. It's how you want to make an impact in the world. And that becomes so much more significant than I guess your career, than your, your job. And it suddenly gets to a point where you realize it's worth taking the risk. <laughs> it's worth making the leap regardless of what happens. And I had a good old, had a few sleepless nights, I would say, whilst I was making that transition between corporate and being a full-time entrepreneur. It's not always an easy decision, particularly when you've been used to having that stability and those opportunities within the corporate structure for, as you say, 19 years of my life. And I'm deeply grateful for all of the opportunities I had within corporate. I think that they've provided me with the skill set that I now have to be able to do this on my own. Had I not had those opportunities and those wonderful organizations I'd worked for and bosses and managers and mentors and coaches, I would not be where I am today. So yeah, Clarity Queen is a brand that serves ambitious women, female executives who absolutely want it all without struggle, sacrifice and burnout. And during my time as a leader within a corporate organization. But then I also did a little career change a few years back and became a headhunter within the recruitment world, still in the same industry. But it gave me a unique opportunity to work with women, senior women and men. I wasn't just working with women, but, but I particularly 
observed women in senior roles, when I was working with them as candidates, when I was working with them as clients and observing how they were in their careers and in their lives and some of the pain points that they were experiencing. And there are many women out there that do struggle through, that, that have to make sacrifices and do burnout in their careers, particularly when they get to the ages of 40, 50. Um, they've been doing this for a very long time and they have certain changes that happen in their lives, which means they have to take on even more than what they were taking on before. So that allowed me just to observe and think, well, you know what, I think this is an area that I can really add value in. I've combined all of my corporate skill and experience and knowledge with what has been a very deep 10-year journey inward into my own world, <laughs> yep. into you know my own psyche, into the parts of myself that needed to heal, into the parts of myself that I knew were holding me back. I've broken through my own limitations, rewired my own belief systems, and have used that to create a life that I absolutely love. It was not that long ago that I would wake up regularly with anxiety. I had bouts of depression. I would feel completely worthless, you know, during, you know, times of, of struggle. I didn't have a huge amount of resilience. I would power through because that's the person that I am, <laughs> a type personality, but I do it with an enormous amount of pain and struggle and sacrifice and burnout. And I was very boom and bust. I would say in my energy levels, and simply because there was so much holding me back that I just was not aware of. And doing that inner work and rewiring all of that inside of myself has just freed me up immensely to show up a 10 out of 10 most days. And life isn't perfect, you know, it continues to throw things at you. But I'm all about building resilience and empowering women to, even on those down days, to gift them with the tools and the resources that they can take and adopt and use as their own to really pull themselves out of that. Yes, we'd all get down days, but you don't have to live there and you don't have to exist there permanently. <laughs> you can build yourself back up again. You create resilience around this and you can show up as a 10 out of 10 most days. It is possible. And I think when we do that and we empower ourselves in that way, it shows in our results. It shows in our external reality. Our external reality reflects our inner state every single time. And observing all of that in my own journey and, and the journeys of the women that I was working with really solidified for me that this type of service and this type of support is needed in the world today. And that is why I did what I did. And that's why I've launched the Clarity Queen brand. Okay, folks. I don't know if you felt the energy there. I'm just bringing it down a little bit because the thing is that there was a high level of passion and that is the thing when people find something. There's a lot of people in the corporate world and they've got a feeling that they need to get out in the world and do something. And you do need a mentor. You do need somebody to support you. It's very difficult for you to see within yourself what you're capable of. And I think you need to have somebody that's got energy and Catherine definitely has energy. I felt it. I can see it. You guys, I mean, you're just listening, you're missing out on half the trip, but we'll make sure that the, the video gets out there eventually. But I hope you could all sense the passion within Catherine's delivery there. Now, we talk about goals because this is a goal setting thing. 
And I would, and, and we talk about big, hairy, audacious goals. Now, I would suggest that 19 years in corporate, giving that up, easing into entrepreneurship, that's a big, hairy, audacious goal. But we're there. So, what things did you use to get you to this point that you can share with the listeners so that they can go, oh, you know, simple stuff. Because I, I think a lot of the time we overcomplicate things. But you're a coach now, so you have been in the past anyway within your corporate arena and you're bringing those skills and everything that you've learned into the Clarity Queen. So what sort of things do you share with your clients to help them start the journey potentially on maybe goal setting? I'm happy to dig into that. And do stop me if I go too deep on this. So the number one thing that strikes me when I speak to anybody about why you're here, what is the problem, what is it that you want, which is the question that we eventually lead on to when we stop talking about the problem, is that they don't really know what they want or why they want it. The vast majority of people that I speak with, that I engage with, that I observe and listen to want one thing, and that is happiness. <laughs> they want happiness. They want fulfillment, but they want ultimate fulfillment across the board. Okay. But for some reason, society has somehow conditioned us into thinking and believing that we can't have it all, that we can't have ultimate fulfillment across the board, that something has to give somewhere, that somehow there is a cost <laughs> at this, in the form of sacrifice, that, that we can't have it all. And I'm just calling BS on that. I, I call that a big fat line. A big fat lie that society has conditioned us into, rightly or wrongly, and a big fat lie that we often tell ourselves and that we perpetuate by allowing other people to feel that way or believe that. So the number one thing for goal setting is to understand what your vision is. Now, this isn't just surface level stuff. I want, maybe if I want this level of income or I want a particular job or I want it to deliver me ABC or I want to meet a great partner. I want to get married. But yes, all of that stuff is definitely achievable. But you have to have a vision for what that actually looks like. And not just what it looks like, but what it feels like. And this is the bit that we often fall down on. We, we all go very cerebral <laughs> around our goals. I, I want to logically think that I want to do ABC and that will get me to XYZ. That is not, that's probably the number one place where goals, I think, and goal setting falls down. It, you have to have a vision and you have to have emotion around that vision, which is where your why for wanting that vision comes in. So a vision, clear vision and feeling around that vision, emotion around that vision, plus your why, what is your reason for wanting this? And your why has to be bigger than you. It has to be bigger than you. It has to be, that there has to be emotional drive behind why you want that vision, why you want those goals. And once you've established your vision, you've got the emotion around it, you know your why, you start to bring it to life, okay? I'm going to go a bit esoteric here, but what happens when you have, when you imagine something and you have a dream and you create a vision, you've birthed it almost, okay? You've birthed it in the quantum soup <laughs> of infinite possibility, and then the universe, God, whatever it is that you want to label it as, is trying to give the thing that you desire. Okay. It is always trying to give you what you want. 
What we become very good at as human beings is we start to stand in our own way of receiving the very thing that we desire, the very thing that we want. Okay. So yes, the logical thing that we then do is we say, I'm going to goal set. Okay. So in a year's time, I want to be here. I want to go from A to B. Therefore, I'm going to set all of these goals that I think are going to get me there. Okay. And yes, I absolutely set goals for myself. Okay. I have a 12 month vision and there are goals within that, that I know milestones that I want to hit. I have a vision beyond the vision, which is my five year vision. Okay. Many people say, don't set five year. It's too far ahead. I disagree. I think you have to have a vision beyond the vision. Okay. You have to have something that's so big, that's so scary (laughs) that you have to challenge yourself in that way. You have to know where you're going because after the 12 months, what's next? Are you going to wait 12 months to set your next set of goals? No. Everything that you do for the next five years has to be through the lens of achieving the vision beyond the vision. And that's the stuff that really scares you. That is the big ass, oh my goodness, you know, I'm going to be Tony Robbins in five years tunneling type stuff. And it's huge. It's stuff that should scare you but I firmly believe that you should have a vision beyond the vision. What's important when you're setting your goals, whether they be 12-month goals, six-month goals, is that you're aligning to those goals every single day. A lot of us fall down because we set goals for ourselves and then our thoughts, our beliefs, (laughs) our emotions contradict the goal. We say we want to do one thing, but we're acting and showing up in another way in the world, in reality. And therefore, we stand in our way of receiving and achieving the goal. There is another way that people get through their goals and that they just hustle and grind and work all hours into the sun to achieve the goal, okay, with pure action. And I think you can definitely achieve your goals in that way. Nothing's stopping you. But I believe that way of existing in the world and being an achiever actually has a cap. It has a cap. And sometimes it even has a cost in the form of burnout, (laughs) struggle, and and making sacrifices you don't want to or even have to make. So I'm a massive advocate for really doing deep inner work to align yourself to the vision and then aligning yourself and showing up in those goals every single day. And it's a lot of coaches will talk about laser focus. Yes, you should have laser focus. Everything that you do should be the lens of the lens of, if I take this particular action, is that going to get me closer to my goal? And make it an obsession. (laughs) Make it an absolute. Make an agreement with yourself that you are not going to do anything other than focus on these sets of goals and, and you'll do whatever it takes to get there. But yes. That is how I go about my goals and how I achieve my goals. And I do reset them as well. Every six months, I'll reset my goals. I reevaluate my goals. And if I exceed them, I know that I've not stretched myself enough and I'll set even more stretching goals. That's a good call. I like that. I like that point because it's very difficult to know in the early days of this goal setting what your capabilities really are. It's very difficult to know that especially if you're new to it. And so I like the idea that what were the goals for this six months? And if I've smashed them, then I need to make them considerably bigger than, but you've got to cut your teeth. I like that phrase. You've got to cut your teeth on achievable things so that you can get the belief or your subconscious can get the belief that you 
capable of doing these things because we've got so many external influences, people that don't quite believe in you as much as you believe in yourself and people that are concerned. And I mean, traditionally, they're just concerned about you. They don't want you to be disappointed. And it's, it's from a position of love, but actually they're standing in the way sometimes. You've just got to be careful about that sort of thing. But I like that if you've gone past the goal after six months, then it's not big enough. So make something a bit bigger. So I like that. That's, um, that's a good share. Thank you for that one. I like your passion. I just love your passion. It's like you, you have found it. I'm not sure if we were talking about it before we came on, but it was like you've had 19 years working towards this point. You're one month in at the moment and you birthed this baby and it, it is going to be your baby. It's got to be nurtured. It's got to be looked after and you will spend all of your time on it. And you're excited about it at this moment in time. And that's brilliant. And that, and that's the sort of thing that will get you past the obstacles that are going to come. The absolute passion that you have for what you're doing is going to get you through the obstacles. So I'm excited for you. I'm also excited for the world that you're, you've been unleashed upon it. So that's really great news. So we've got the bags. Tony Robbins, you say, you're going to be as big as him. <laughs> or was that somebody else? I don't know. That might be somebody else. It, it was an example. It could, oh, it was. Now, but right, why right. not? Why not? Yeah. Eh? I, I mean, Tony Robbins actually says that we often underestimate what, you know, we, I think we overestimate what we can achieve in 12 months, but we seriously underestimate what we can achieve in five years. So who knows? In five years' time, maybe the goal is to become the female Tony Robbins. <laughs> Although there's, there are many fantastic female coaches out there already. But, um, you know, again, if, if you can believe it, you can receive it. That is what I live by. And, and more often than not, we don't achieve our goals because we fail to have unshakable belief in ourselves and in our ability and in the fact that we are always supported on this journey. We allow fear to take over because we don't think that we're supported, but we are always supported on this journey. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you don't mind me just spending a few moments to tell you about my new book. I'm very excited. It's called Think Simple, Win Big, How to Build the Business of Your Dreams with a Few Simple Goals. And it's a rewrite of my original book, Goals Do Come True. And it's especially available for entrepreneurs, either new entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs who want to get the fundamentals right with their business. So if you are interested in getting your hands on a copy, go to my website, www.dougbennett.co.uk and register there and we'll make sure that you get first dibs on a copy and a discount on the 9.99 price anyway let's go back to the podcast okay and that's the universe supporting i'm a believer in the you know in the universe and the energy and and i, I think i've said this before the energy out there can be a god you know, the, the the thing is, there are a number of religions across the world and they all seem to have one God, one energy. So if you're not particularly religious, but you believe in an energy, well, maybe you are. 
it's just a different religion. Maybe we're just part of a different religion. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I think, you know, there's many different ways and that we can believe, that we can be believers. There are many people that practice mainstream religion in very different ways, depending on what church they attend or what synagogue they attend and what teacher they decide to subscribe to and listen to. There's these individuals influence people in the world to either live in a state of abundance and in a state of absolute belief in themselves, or they disempower them by having them exist in a state of fear, as if something out there will, will smite them, you know, yes. if, they, if they don't be, be a good citizen with, with in, in whatever parameter they need to be a good citizen within. I do steer away from mainstream religion for that reason, but I've had a Christian upbringing. I lived in Wales, I live in the UK, I think naturally we do go to church as children, Sunday school, all of that sort of thing. We used to do our harvest festivals in the local church, but my family are not a religious family per se. I, we didn't always go to church regularly. But I think the reason why a lot of people have, have become disenfranchised and disconnected from the church is simply because of individuals within the church that are teaching the Bible in what is effectively not the most appropriate way, should we say. <laughs> it's, let, let's go with it's their interpretation. Their interpretation, correct. Yes. Uh, to disempower instead of empower. And eventually people, our, our inner our souls, our inner guidance tells us that doesn't feel right anymore. Yeah. And therefore we stop listening and we stop buying into it and we decide to take our, our own path. Yes. On balance, I'm with you on the go for the abundance mentality. Yeah. I've suffered both sides of that, the scarcity mentality and the abundance mentality. And going back as well, it was, you can choose the way you want to feel about things. In the past, I was what wondered why people weren't drawn to me. And it was because I was a miserable bastard. I was just miserable. And so I decided one day that I was going to stop being miserable. And I was going to look for the good in stuff. Mm. I think it was Jack Canfield that coined phrase E plus R equals O. Events plus reaction equals outcome. So the event happens. Do you know what? There's not a great deal we can do about the event very often. Yeah. The reaction is actually the only thing that you can control. Absolutely. And you can decide whether you want to have a positive reaction to that or a negative reaction to that. And then all of a sudden, this event has happened. You've had your reaction. Now, if you have a positive reaction to the event, the outcome will tend to be positive. Mm. If you have a negative reaction to an event, the outcome will tend to be negative. And I sort of worked that out. I was like 35, 40, I think. It took a while. People need to know this stuff early on. You can choose your reaction to things. And if you start being positive about it, you can't do anything about that. In fact, if I can't do anything about that at all, I don't even need to think about it at all. What's the point? I can't do anything about it. So what can I control? So I've adopted an abundance mentality. It's got me to a really, really nice place, which is cool. A place where I can spend time chatting to awesome people and do podcasts with an investment of my time, which at this moment in time doesn't get me anything back, but it makes me feel good. It makes me feel that, you know, we're sharing messages different. It's the same message. 
it's a positivity message, but you know, there's different takes on it and, and it's going out there in the world and it's going to make a difference to somebody and that's good enough. I, I do appreciate the fact that you've taken the time because setting up a new business, you've got to be so busy at the moment. Are you so busy at the moment? No, I am. It's really interesting. Going back to the universe, a bores a vacuum, right? And this is something really interesting when we want to manifest and we want to attract everything that we want in life. We want those big goals. We want that big vision. We see ourselves on that 28 foot yacht and we're going to get on it no matter what happens. I'll do whatever it takes. You have to create space in your life for new things to come in. And very many of us stand in our own way of receiving all the new things because we're clinging on to the old. (laughs) We're afraid to have that clear out. We're we're holding on to toxic people, relationships, even family members, you know, we spend too much time with, you know, we don't clear things out in order to make space for the new. So inevitably what happened was, is when I got, when I left my corporate career, which of course took up a very large chunk of my time, there was a vacuum and suddenly it's just been filled with all kinds of incredible opportunities. I have actually started working with my first clients in my first month in business, which I'm incredibly excited about because I can focus full time on it and give it all the energy that it needs to support them in their transformation journey. Of course, coming onto podcasts like this is something that I'll be doing more frequently and that I absolutely love connecting with like-minded people. There's nothing I enjoy more. It's an, I, I agree with you. It's an absolute worthwhile investment of your time. As Nick James says, the more you connect, the more you collect. Mm. <laughs> and that doesn't necessarily mean in monetary terms, you yeah. know, you collect knowledge, you collect inspiration, you collect relationships. And I think that, that that's a wonderful thing to, to have. But Yes, very busy. So much inspiration is coming to me now that I've created the space for that inspiration to come in. I'm no longer worrying about my team. I have one person on my team now versus having a whole team of people in corporate. I'm no longer worrying about that and having all of that energy in, in my own energy field. I no longer have a very large number of stakeholders that I have to worry about in the corporate world. I, I, the stakeholders, I have a choice now who I allow in my field. And yeah, it's just, it's incredibly exciting. Yes, busy, but a very, it's been a, a very exciting busy. It's a productive busy. It's a flow state that I'm in right now. And I absolutely committed because if I'm going to be coaching women to absolutely have it all without struggle, sacrifice and burnout, then I will not be running this business in a way that results in struggle, sacrifice and burnout. I commit to being in flow state and in fact, being in super flow, if I can, as much as I possibly can, because when we're in that flow state and in a state of super flow, you become magnetic. You magnetize the people, the places, the opportunities, the conversations, whatever it is, they start to magnetize towards you. A lot of us can get really cerebral and caught up in the facts and the figures and the numbers. I'm not, I have to earn, have to meet this many people. I have to do these many things. I have to execute all of these strategies to make it happen. And very many entrepreneurs fail because of that mentality. It does lead to burnout. It does lead to stress because you might end up grumpy. <laughs> you know, and when you're grumpy and you're not magnetic, you're actually repelling people. You're not attracting people and yeah. opportunities into your life. So that's what I've made the commitment to. And and what I love about being now in this environment 
is that I can choose to take the rest when I need to. I can choose to do a meditation when I need to. I can choose to take time out to do a bit of yoga or go for a run when I need to. And there is no freedom. I've only had what, five, six weeks, a taste of doing this full time. And I already know that I will never, ever go back to, to not ha- living my life in this way. Excellent. Now, you touched on there, you can do things when you want. I would just suggest, and I've just done it myself, yeah. that you put time in the diary for you yes. first. Yeah. I've got the Three Peaks Challenge coming up in a couple of weeks. So I've been down in the gym twice a week. Some Alan at Nuffield Health has been brutal with me. I can't lift my arms above my head because my body's doing things it's not designed. Well, it's obviously designed to do, but in my life, it's not been designed to do that. So I put the, I'm going to carry that on afterwards. So I've just put it in the diary that in Tuesday mornings and, and Thursday mornings from eight till 10. Now I'm not going to be in the gym that time, but I, you know, I'm going to have a sauna afterwards. But I put that time in the diary. And I think that's something that at this moment in time, you've got the joy of resting when you want to, and you'll get into the habit of knowing when that time is, but get it in the diary for yourself. You've got to have me time. Everybody's got to have me time because as an entrepreneur, it's so easy. I mean, you, you've made the decision not to be that way. It's very easy to do 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week because your baby needs nurturing and you need to sort of balance that off. One with the personal life, you've got to have something outside of your business. Otherwise, you become really dull to all your mates because there's only so many times they want to hear about how your business is doing. You need your time and you need your time with your family if they're good enough and they bring you energy. Obviously, you don't need to make time for them if they don't. That's a good call. So that's the thing I would say is just make that, put that time in the diary for you first. I've got a friend of mine who's got a young daughter and she runs her business around the school holidays. She has the whole of the school holidays. Wow. So it's like 25th of July till 5th of September. She's not working. Christmas holidays. And I've taken a leave from that. So for... I've, I've booked December off because there's parties and stuff in December. I booked March off because that's my birthday month. There we go. <laughs> there there need to be a connection. June, because I tend to go to the States there for a conference, annual conference. And September, because that's a good time to go on holiday because I don't have kids, so I don't have to go in August and September. So for next year, I'll book those three, four months off. Just I'm going to give it a go. You know, the madness is, and it's back to your sort of giving yourself space. If you say, this is the time that I've got to do all the things that I've got to do, you'll you'll jam them all in. So I'm going to give that a go. We'll see in a year's time how I got on with it. Yeah. I think you'd be, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I think you might, even though you're working less, do not be surprised if you don't somehow double your income or do something or actually earn more than what, what you would have done had you done a full year flat out. Yeah. I see it unfold time and time again in other people's lives. And it stands me how that works because we've been, again, society has conditioned us into thinking that we have to trade time for money, that the amount of hours we put in equal the amount of pounds we get out and is just not the case. No. When we believe in the energetics of money and how wealth is created, 
that frees you up massively to to actually do the things that you enjoy. And I think the more that we live in joy and the more that we live in true freedom and into our passion, the, the numbers always look after themselves every single time because we become a magnet for it. We're a magnet for prosperity and abundance versus being a somebody that repels abundance because we're in fear, because we're in burnout, because we're struggling, because we're being too cerebral about everything. Yeah. I can't wait to hear all about how, how that's going to go. It's in the diary. There was one concern. My wife said, but I see all my friends during the week and all the rest of it. And if you were at home, does that mean I've got to stop doing that? I was like, uh, no, just carry on. I'll just find, I'll just go and play golf or take my Harley out or something like that. Don't worry about me. You carry on doing whatever you want to do. That's cool. But anyway, I'm going to ask you for one more nugget and then we're going to bring this to a close. So a Catherine nugget. Something that everybody needs to know and understand is that they are infinite beings having a human experience here on this planet. Regardless of what your beliefs are, what your religion is, is absolutely irrelevant. What is possible for one is possible for all. <laughs> there is nothing different. About, obviously, we're different people with different personalities, but we are all infinitely powerful. And when we learn to tap into our own power, when we learn to undo all of the conditioning that we have and all of the programming that we're running that limits us and, and allows us to stand in our own way of success, literally anything is possible. You can achieve, you can literally be, do, and have anything that you desire. But it does require you to go inward. And it does require you to do the work, <laughs> to understand where it is that you're holding yourself back, and then to undo all of that, to step into your true power. But we all have the ability to absolutely have it all. And I see absolutely no reason at all why people can't. And that's why I'm here. That's that's a perfect way to come to an end. But just before we go, I would like you to let us know how we can get hold of you, your web address or your Facebook address. We'll make sure that all the other information is in show notes. But just for anybody listening that wants to type into the phone to find out about you, what would be the best place to get hold of you? So my website, where you can find my blogs and how to, how to work with me, is clarityqueen.life. My Instagram handle is I am Kath Cornwall. And you can find me from Instagram in, in all of my little channels as well. That's on the links there. So those are the best places. That's super. Catherine, thanks very much for joining me today. There's loads of stuff in there. Loads of things that people can just bring into their lives to make things better. And goals do come true. So get out there and get some. Thank you very much for joining me. They absolutely do. Thank you, Doug. Pleasure. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk. 